Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Wind Down with your host, Shakir and Shamor. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well, man. How are you? It's looking up. It's looking up. <laughs> it was a really, really rough Wednesday today. So I'm really excited to be um, hanging out with you guys. Good enough. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so we have a guest, uh, disclaimer, uh, right now, I'm going to run the disclaimer on the, on the ticker <laughs> at the bottom here. Um, okay. We just going to say it is what it is. <laughs> you came sure. to hang out with the wind down bunch and you don't get them. Now, we're going to try to be good. We're going to try to be good. But we, I think we say that every week. So, yeah, that's not the way. Gotcha. <clears throat> so you still have some exciting things I've noticed going on over there. It's been, it's been a fun week. Yes, indeed. Um, I've uh, I've launched a, I've launched one contest uh, for a few autographed copies of the next book in my series that will be out on Tuesday. And Mm -hmm. that response has been overwhelmingly fun, to say the least, because it has spawned off and it spawned off fans that, I mean, readers and fans, and then all of a sudden they have friends and like, okay, where this dude come from? Yeah, that's been fun, to say the least. Uh, So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what, uh, what comes up in the next few days also. I've got a couple of, a couple other things for the weekend and then uh and then of course Monday and Tuesday are gonna be uh really, really busy for me as well. So okay. um, I know I've seen you kinda hanging around on some pages with their names though. That book cover <laughs> is <laughs> book cover is well, it's, it's, 
it's that way sometimes. Like, I, 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 it, it's a beautiful thing to to be able to see people support like that. Is uh, it's definitely beautiful to watch, and and I'm very humbled by it. Uh, hopefully, it will continue, and it can only grow from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know what? I particularly felt special to see um, to be included on the um, information about the contest. So, okay, to me being part of the van list and stuff. Um, well, I had to get yeah, I had to get my inner circle in. You know, as far as letting them know before I went public. That way they had, you know, at least they had a heads up uh, before I decided to do everything that I needed to do and all that other good stuff. It kind of helps them feel a part of the process. And, uh, you know, I learned that from a few, uh, I learned that from a few a few colleagues that uh, have been doing this a lot longer than me. And, you know, the first thing they were mm-hmm. like was, you know, just try to keep them, try to keep them as personally invested as possible. And, <laughs> and, and I tried to do that. And um, you're being threatened. I just want you to know. I'm being threatened. What did I do this time? Uh, it, it, she just simply said she better win the contest. So, Lord, here we go know. with the threats. Yeah, this, this should be fun to say the least. I have everybody situated in such a manner of which that uh, the there's going to be a raptor, a raffle copter that will be doing the choosing for me. I won't be doing it, and no one close to me will be doing it either. <laughs> so you want to kill anything, you can kill the process. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I learned, I learned the hard way. Right there. I learned the hard man. way. That's some good stuff there. Let me write that one down as I went to my little, little um, list of things. I'm trying to tell you, because if you try, if you try to pick, Man, if you try mm-hmm. to pick, if you try to pick, that just oh good gracious no, uh-uh. yeah, it no. yeah it does. If I did mine like on video, and it didn't matter. Yeah. People were like, "How I know you didn't put more of her name in that in mine?" I'm like, "Are you serious?" I'm I trying to tell it. you, it, it got it, it, woof, the last time around. Oh good gracious, especially when I raffled, <laughs> especially when I raffled off. Uh, what was it? I raffled off a uh, matter of fact. I raffled off a toy bag. That was off of my adult novelty site when the awakening Ooh, popped up. Yeah, I can see some and, stuff jumping off oh, the toy. Oh, oh no! It was, but it was, it was bloody out there. That particular, oh good gracious! I don't know if I want to do that this time around. I know I, I probably will, but I mean, oh good god, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, you're gonna have to do something about that because that's like a high commodity. It's yeah, I'm never seeing Your circle of Oh yes, sir. Yeah, I'm definitely noticing that. <laughs> well, like I said, <clears throat> we do have um, a guest this evening. And um, I kind of threw some stuff out there to, on my Facebook um, about um, his book. His name is D.W. Leonard. And the name of his book is Hardcore Love. And I hope I'm right. I think I checked my notes. Um, but um, he had this quote that I wanted everybody to kind of get a dose of before the show. And um, and it's talking about relationships, of course. And I just thought it was interesting, kind of the philosophy, because everybody has their own philosophy of love. And if they don't match up, we have 
you know, all kind of catastrophes happening in relationships. So I, I really wanted to see where some of the listeners were going to go with tonight's show. And so I threw it out there. Let's have some interesting feedback, um, one or two people. And I wanted to show, uh, share it as we go further into that show. But, of course, we're going to bring D.W. Um, Bennett on so he can kind of tell us about, you know, his um, project. And then we'll talk about, you know, the other portion of the discussion uh, later. But it's just something if you haven't checked out that page and read the information that I'm sending you kind of to, the, to my Facebook page so you can kind of read it. And then, of course, you kind of share um, some information with us this evening before we have any discussion, before I open any lines. So um, at this time, I'm going to go ahead and bring this a minute on. How are you this evening, sir? You still in there? Okay, well, I'm going to pick up with us. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, we're good. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> good, how's it going? Not a good, nothing to complain about, my friend. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. all good right. to have you. All right. Good to be here. Okay. So what, what I wanted to do first is I wanted to just kind of give you an opportunity to kind of share with us your project. Um, you got some other things other than your book that I think you might want to share with people, you know, the forum. And um, just take this time to kind of fill everybody in on what it is that you write about and what your um, platform is. Okay. Well, um, the name of my project is Hardcore Love, uh, Getting the Life, Love, and Relationship that You Want. Uh, It's really a book about uh, sharing with women predominantly how to get the relationship that you want, how to get a relationship that moves, that's elevating, and not just standing stagnant. You know, it's Mm -hmm. getting to know yourself first and then loving from the inside out and not trying to fill yourself up with a man or a situation, which we know doesn't work. Mm. So hopefully with this book, you know, people that read the book will be able to uh, connect with, you know, themselves first before trying to enter into a relationship. You know, like I always say, uh, I speak to many women and many people during the workshops, men never cheat on women. That's rare. Men never cheat on women. <clears throat> yeah, they I'm give you that same look. Yeah, I'm trying to let that man in a little bit. <laughs> they give you that. Men don't cheat I, on I, women. I'm but... waiting on the punchline to catch Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting on... for you to say something, sis. Men don't uh, trust me, I'm, I'm sitting here like, I'm waiting on her. I'm waiting on her. I'm waiting on her. I'm trying to behave. I mean, we have a guest. I'm trying to No, don't be behave. Give it to me. I don't know why she keeps pulling that nonsense. I keep trying to explain to her that she don't need to be pulling that nonsense. She'll go ahead and let me do Give you the low class because, you know, we can talk. We can act the fool. So I'm trying to give everybody the opportunity to see what you got. Give me what you got. So I'm waiting on this one. I'm waiting on this one. I told you about this want to be prim and proper nonsense. Let's do this. I know everybody's behaving. What's going on? Okay, well, come on with this. Go ahead and finish this I statement out so I can. Look, 
I mean, Mendo, I, I want to hear. Go ahead and explain right. that out for me. Okay. I want to go ahead and. and, and, and. <laughs> okay. Men don't cheat on women. Men lie to women. And when men lie to women, they really are lying to themselves. They cheat themselves. They cheat themselves out of a good woman. They cheat themselves out of love. They cheat themselves out of family sometimes. And they cheat themselves out of your heart. Who is really getting cheated on? Who's really cheated? Well, women get and they don't like. I I don't mind an argument here. (laughs) I don't mind an argument here because, um, (laughs) I'm going to have to say the difference. Okay. Only because, because I hear what you said, and, and your right. rationale is very, very um, testosterone-based. So I'm going to have to throw <laughs> this estrogen on this one because although you're saying that when a woman's right. invested in a man and the payoff isn't what she invests in, she is being cheated. Because if you put in money into a business or to a deal into the damn slot machine, you're waiting for a payoff. And so when you don't get that, you do feel cheated. So I I just, I hear what you're saying because you're saying that man is the one who's suffering. I get it. I get it. I definitely do. But a woman is being cheated also. Okay. And cheated out of what? You see, what happens is, when we don't understand ourselves before we get into relationships, the person that we attract is the mirror reflection of who we are at that point. So if we're not at the point where we're confident in our own selves, if we're not at the point where we feel we're worthy of someone who, loves, who can love us completely, of someone who's willing to commit, to respect, to uh, reveal themselves to us, if we're not at that point with ourselves, how can we in turn expect that from someone else? I speak to women all the time, and they tell me, oh, well, all I wanted from him was a commitment and for him not to lie to me. But many of the sisters I speak to are lying to themselves. They don't show up to relationships as the people that they truly are. They show up to relationships as the person they believe will not scare that man away. So they'll pretend to be the good girlfriend who is just about having fun and, you know, being a little intimate, when really in their heart what they desire is uh, marriage, children, stability, that commitment. Why not put that on the table to begin with? Oh, he'll, he'll get scared, he'll run away. Well, then you're not being honest. And that dishonesty will attract someone in turn who's not being honest. Uh, you know, and I think that what you're saying puts women in a direct contrast with their very purpose uh, in being a nurturer. Because if I am pursuing a relationship as a woman and my natural instinct is to nurture, right. I might take him as he is at that moment with the intention of nurturing him. Um, and then us going together. So even though he might not be in a position where he wants to love me completely right now, because I'm going to come in and be that nurturer, that's going to develop over time. That and I, so in a woman's mind, because that is her purpose. Okay. You know. So. All right. I hear you. Let's see. 
you have to be careful with that, the nurturing, the nurturing. Because look at children. Women nurture children. But when the children grow up and they're strong enough to stand on their own two feet, what do they do to their mothers? They leave. If you are nurturing, if you are nurturing a man, then the man, if he's willing to commit, will be bonded to you. But I've seen some sisters take a man who doesn't know much about, you know, the work, uh, getting a job, doesn't know much about navigating the world. They teach him all the tools to become successful, and when he finally matures, he leaves them, and they, they're like, well, I did all this for him. What happened? What you have to do is understand that the key to being in a successful relationship is being on your purpose. And when you find a man, and it's early in the stages, you know, the, the, the honesty stage, when you find a man and you're being honest with each other, you have to see whether he's on his life's purpose or not. He has to know why he's here, what he's here to do, and be working at that. If he's just hanging so, out. I can't argue that. Yeah, if he's what hanging out and he doesn't know what to do with himself, how, why would you give your heart to someone who doesn't know what he's doing with his own heart? So you're saying in in this, because um, I'm going to call it utopian society that you're creating. <laughs> <laughs> in this mystical magical world right. in this mystical magical world right. women approach the situation he walks up to her and he says hi my name is and women introduce themselves as I am Shamor and I'm wanting to get married I mean because you're saying that we just need to put out there what we want and that's not going to happen that's not the nature of people when we first meet, he sends his representative, I send my representative. Because he doesn't come complete and honest either. Because he doesn't most often, and I'm generalizing. Hey. But and, you know, often, all that, and you, know, I pre- you know I preached that all last year. Right. But he, does, he doesn't show up and say, I just want to get it right quick. I'm really not looking for nothing. I'm not going to call you after I get it. I mean, that's not how he's approaching either. But see, that's the thing. Because if we both send our representatives and we're both afraid of scaring each other away, because he doesn't want to scare a woman away because he wants sex. She doesn't want to scare a man away because she wants commitment. We started off lying. We started off on the wrong foot. I mean, one thing that I will agree with you with is uh, my biggest thing is that I think that adults don't have enough conversation in the beginning to even know if we want the same things. So I agree with you. Right. I do. Right. I do think that right. conversation is very, very important. Right. And if we're all caught up in lust and we never had sincere, honest, open conversation, but we haven't dated, me going to your house, you going to my house, that's not dating because somebody's going, their mind's all wrapped up into the physical. But we get out, right. we speak, we talk, we have conversation, we find out if we are evenly yoked, you know, and then if not, then we can make decisions from there. Adult decisions can be made. Do I want to enter into something physical only? Or do I want to say, okay, well, that was enough and I'm done? So, right. um, no, I, I, can, I can go with some of that. All right, and the important point is that I try to get across to women, this is the key point. Fill yourself up with you first. 
find out what you're into, what you love, your purpose on this earth is to do what? Work at your purpose first. And when you are happy with yourself, then in a, a relationship, you can share that with someone else. You can't fill someone else up with your love and make them a better person unless they're already, their desire is to be a better person for themselves. You can't fill you know, your life up with someone else. And I think that this applies to a certain category or, or age group of women. And let me tell you one thing. Um, because I think that there are those relationships when they're younger, they're in the same space, but as they grow older and they enter into either their professional world or life happens and they start to grow apart, not because they at one time weren't into the same thing, but because something uh, down the journey took a detour and it never met back up. So we grew apart. So, so I think if you're talking about the older data or the more established data that, you know, you might be on something there. But I think when you're talking about us starting out at the same place, you know, first year in our career, friends out of college, we don't know anything. We're going down this path. We're both clueless and about to experience life, and then maybe right. life can strengthen our bond or life kind of deteriorates it. So I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, there's a group of women that this might apply to, a group of well, uh, our age-based or experience-based women. Well, see, that's the thing. I think it applies to women of all ages and stages because when you start out as a young lady, you know, you're fresh out of college or, you know, you're starting college, what you really need to focus on is developing your sense of self. What do you like? What, is, what are you looking for in this world? That's, you know, brothers don't share it all the time, but that's what makes you attractive. You having moving under your own power, you having your own drive and being on fire for what you want to do in this world. You don't have to be on fire for us necessarily. We're going to be on fire for ourselves and our, our goals, things we want to accomplish. But learn about yourself. Be passionate about what you want. The best thing, you, you the don't greatest think thing that a man that? wants, well, not if she's not focused on herself. If you start focusing on what men want and what, uh, what uh, kind of man you want before you know who you are, that's putting the cart before the horse. What's going to happen is you're going to give your life totally to him, either through dating or marriage, no matter what stage you're on at. And then if something happens where he's like, hey, I meet someone else who is on fire or passionate about what they're doing, and they're passionate about me as well, and again, attention might shift. You have to have your own. You have to be on your own path. And if we're traveling in the same direction, then that's great, you know. But you can't give so, your life. I hear women, I give my life to my children. I, I give my it. life to my man, you know. You know, you so, can't do it. Let me, let me um, pull some of uh, this um, testosterone in here. <laughs> yeah. Come on, testosterone. Do you not it's feel more. that... Um, do you not feel that 
being in a relationship, you can allow a, a woman is able to do self-discovery and focus on herself because she has to cater and focus you on you. Do you feel like that can well, happen? Here's, here's, where, here's, where, here's where I'm at when it comes to what okay. you're describing. Um, I, I get to a certain degree of where you're coming from at that point in time, but right now I just... It's it's feeling like it's almost an absolute science, which unfortunately is not. Too many variables in the in the equation at this point, depending on you know depending on circumstances, depending on family background, depending on cultural differences as well. So it's difficult for me to sit here and say, okay, you need to be self-aware before you bring yourself into a situation. Sometimes you have to you have no choice, male or female, to quote unquote kiss a lot of frogs before you find Prince Charming. So in certain instances, it's very difficult to try and make yourself perfect or as close to perfect as possible before you meet someone. I don't know too many that's been able to do it. It's, it's very mm-hmm. difficult to get to that point because you're still, even if you think you know what you want at a certain age, I knew what I wanted at 21. By the time I hit 25, it was a completely different outlook on life. It was a completely different yeah. set of goals that I had in my head. So it's very right. difficult for me to sit here and say that this is an absolute that's going to be constant from the time that I'm 21 getting out of school to 25 where I'm in, you know, in my career field for a couple, two, three years, and my eyes are a little bit different than what they were coming out of school. So the same thing can be applied in relationships also. What I wanted at 21 is completely different than what I wanted at 25 compared to what I wanted okay. at 30 when I was already married. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, right. Um, there's a question in the chat room. Somebody wants to know, and you you are not under any obligation to answer, but somebody wants <laughs> to know how old how old you are. I guess they're looking for your experience. My experience? Yeah, they want to know how old you are. They want to know if you're old enough to know what you're talking about. Let, okay. Let's just, let's just say I'm I'm beyond. Uh, my thirties, so okay. I, I've had the experience. I'm beyond okay, thirty. So older than experience. thirty, right? So older than thirty, guys. So he has some experience. Oh, definitely. All right. Okay. Well, there's something. <laughs> I'm the messenger. I'm the messenger. Um. Okay. So, I mean, and and I hear that argument. You know, I try to. Right. Understand where you're coming from, and necessarily mean I agree, because I do think that there are relationships where they can be supportive and in the self-discovery. You can be right. together, and I can know who I am, or I can discover who I am, and it doesn't take away necessarily from you because you have an understanding that that is something that I'm going to do, and you're okay with it. And by it's really a matter. It's- it's a matter of support system more than anything else. Are you willing to be as as much of a support system for her as she is for you? I mean, wow. I look at my own. I look at my own marriage at this particular point in time. When I decided to even start writing books, that was something that my wife has had technically had no real. Yes, she was a reader, but she's not like a lot of my readers where they inhale books in the course of a day. She will read because it's important to her, it's something that she has, you know, different different passions about and things along those lines. However, right. 
she saw that it was something that I wanted, and she made it. She helped me make that happen. So at that point, she decided, okay, this is what we're going to put our energies into. This is what we're going to do. And she was just as passionate as I was in terms of going and making the right decisions, trying to figure out and make sure the right steps that had to be made, things along those lines as far as that was. Even though right. it was not initially something that she was exactly wholeheartedly, you know, wholeheartedly behind me on, but right. it, over time she started to see my vision and my vision, her vision, you know, my vision eventually became her vision. Say right. now, flip, flip the script. She wanted to go back to school to get her accounting degree because that was something that she had been talking about. She and I had been talking about through the times that we were dating up to the point that we were married. And I said, okay, fine. Go ahead and get school out of the way. I'll take care of things on the back end. Whatever you need, I got it squared away. She managed to get her accounting degree. She's now working for the Department of the Treasury. Right. I'm, you know, so it's just, it's, it's really a matter of, it's a matter of who you're willing to really suffer for is who you're willing to push for. And is that person willing to suffer as much as you are willing to suffer? Now, I can't say that that's an equally yoked type of thing, whether somebody's going to be able to do so, do more for you as you do for them. It's, um, it's, it's like I said, it's too many variables for it to really be a, a, a set in stone type of proposition. Well, well, that's the thing. It, you know, from what you said, it, it, it really it, it gives me hope in terms of, of, of the proposition. What you said was you were on your purpose, she helped you. She had her purpose apart from yours, and you aided her. That is equally yoked, and that is what we're speaking about. We're speaking about people being on their purpose and being able to love, uh, you know, and so, which is really understanding or support, you know, being supportive of each other. And that's, you know, elevating love. What would have been a horror show would, it, the scenario would have been you wanting to be on your purpose and she not supporting you and not knowing what she wants to do in the meantime. That's where many couples find themselves. You know, they don't know what one partner doesn't know what they want to do. Uh, they want to hang out and, and sit home and watch uh, hip-hop love or, or watch uh, whatever it is. Well, that's something that, I mean, and in, and, in that, and in that regard, it's a matter of knowing what you're dealing with within the first six months. You, right. you can find all that out. You literally can find out all, all that out in the first six months. And at that point, you're not wasting that much time. But not everybody can do that because they enjoy the, they enjoy the companionship. You, it's, it's difficult to fault the human condition. Well, see, this is the thing. Let me ask you a question. What if, you know, what if, you, you know, you brought up a good point. You can discover your purpose while you're together. You know, you can be in that type of evolving relationship. But what if the person, one of the partners, their evolution takes them away from the relationship? What if they decide at that point they don't want to be in that type of relationship? They don't want to be in a marriage with you. Do you support that evolution? How far does your understanding go? I, I do to I do to a point because it's still it's still a matter of how long has the representative been representing the relationship? You know that's really where that boils down to. Has the real person stepped to the altar, or is the representative still stepping to the altar? 
It goes back to mm. it goes back to my it goes back to the comedy skit that Sinbad used to do back in the day, where he was like, you know, the the girlfriend was being, you know, the the cook, the clean, the slut in the bedroom, not necessarily in his terms, but in my terms, right. you know, the right. cook, the clean, the slut in the bedroom, the whole nine yards, doing everything and anything to get that ring, get to the altar, and then all of a sudden you say I do, she says I do, and the minute she says I and do, the next words out of her mouth is, and the next words out of her mouth is, some things go, some things about to change. I don't think I like you anymore. Right. <laughs> that is the routine. That is the joke. It, it, it sounds like a joke, but it's almost no, no. a joke steeped in reality. It's true. It's true. I, I, you know, I, I agree. But you know, that's, that's not necessarily yeah. based on the fact that she doesn't show herself, especially if you've had a, if you dated a while, because what that's really based on is that little cliche that love is blind. Because a lot of times people show us who they are. We tend to say, "Oh, but I love them anyway," until we get to that. You point can't deal with whatever it was they showed you to begin with. But until they get, we get in that com- that committed relationship, we've had that time, and some of that rose um, shading has come off, come off of our glasses. And at this point, we're saying, "I see that shit, and I don't like it." You know, before it was good, before it was okay, but now it's at a point where the rose shading ain't all that either. So now, I have a problem with the things that I saw you doing. You know, 10 months ago, you might not have done it every week, but I saw those things happening. I ignored them because I was in love, and I was in the part of love that feels so good that it acts as an anesthesia, and I don't feel hurt or I don't feel any kind of way about the things that I don't like that you do. So when the anesthesia wears off, the rose comes off of those glasses, now that gets on my damn nerves. Yeah, because the no. the, that new relationship energy is no longer sustaining the ability exactly. for you to overlook the things that you were overlooking when that energy was still hot. I definitely right. agree with that. And so, you know. being, the only way to counter that is to be on purpose, be on fire about who you are and what you're trying to do. And it sounds like that's what you are, brother. You're on fire and passionate about your pursuits. You know, you have a partner who's passionate about her pursuits, and hopefully your relationship, you'll keep discovering new things about each other and evolving, you know. That's pretty much, yeah, that's, that's pretty much a given. I mean, you, it, it's, it's very difficult for a relationship to survive if it doesn't evolve. You know, when you have people who have been together 20 years and then all of a sudden the wife, the, the wife or the husband goes, oh, by the way, this is what I used to do back in the day. I think I want to get back into it. That is a fundamental problem, that is still a that is still a relationship representative issue of well when the hell did you plan on showing me the real you? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't buy the that's why I don't buy the, the the excuse of oh we grew apart. No, you didn't grow apart. Well, you stopped talking to each other. Well, that's the thing. I, you know, growing apart is real in that a relationship that stops evolving. You stop growing, you stop communicating, and then you find other interests. You know, it. You know, I, I go through the stages of relationship as honesty. You start out. Hopefully, you're honest with your mate about what you want. Attraction. You're attracted. You reveal who. Revelation. You reveal who yourself. You know yourself. 
desire, which is where we get hung up. Oh, I want you. I want you in my life. And then we get hung up around the commitment phase. What exactly does that mean to be committed to someone? Does that mean you do what they say to do or you, you know, what does that mean to you? And a lot of couples, they have difficulty navigating commitment. What does that mean? Thank you. Hello. Now, that's the mean? problem right there. That's the problem right there. Because that is a, that's a foreign language, um, and everybody, it, it almost takes you back to Babylon. Because it's like, I'm saying this and I'm saying that, and I hear you, but I don't understand what your um, syntax is, is, is translating to. I don't know what you mean. You, I hear the words, and they sound familiar, but my understanding and my application of those words are totally different. Um, than yours, and that's where the problem is. Forget the representative, the language that we speak. Now, we don't right. always speak the same language when we, even when we use the same words. Um, and I right. just have to throw this out there. <clears throat> I'm a little bit perturbed right now because right. as we're talking, right. I, as we're talking, I'm throwing little things out on my Facebook. And right. so I, I took a little uh, what's it called? Sound bite. <laughs> I took a little sound bite out of the conversation okay. and I thought it would make make people kind of go, "What the hell?" Because that's what it did for me when you said it. <laughs> so I quoted you, and I put men don't cheat on women out there, and I'm waiting on everybody to be like, "What the hell do you mean?" And the only comment so far says, "Men only cheat themselves." What the hell is this? It's like true. It's <laughs> true. They only cheat themselves. This did not just happen to me today. So yeah, there's another <laughs> guy out there that has either read your book or read the same bathroom wall that you wrote on. <laughs> <laughs> but he repeated that answer. So See, I don't know how I still feel some type of way about that one. Well, what women want is honesty. They want, you know, honest communication with the man. And like Brother said before, look, he's on his purpose. He's growing. He's evolving. Now, he might change into someone that, you know, is not the person that his partner met and not the person that his partner grew up with. But then, well, then it you know, it takes that understanding and that support, that evolution to take place to stay together. You have to keep, you both have to keep growing and changing together, you know. And Understood. that's difficult. It's difficult. So now we got, I, I, I've got someone else in the chat room that's asking the question. Uh, well, oh, she's right. got the statement, rather. She's got the statement, rather, that says, I've heard it said that in a relationship that you should not have to compromise. Uh, she needs some input on that if we hadn't already touched on that subject. Right. Well, so we're going we're gonna, to um, let the love doctor over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it depends on what we're compromising. I mean, there, there are large compromises that have to do with your character and your beliefs, your values, and there are small compromises like whether to put the toilet seat up or keep it down or whatever you're going to do with it. So I say on the small compromises, Sure, you know, you can agree about the small things or disagree, but on the large compromises, like one thing when I speak to women, what comes up repeatedly is this thing about uh, sex. 
oh, the sex, you know, how much is too much, how much is too little, you know. what? If you have a high sex drive and you have a mate and the mate has the low to no sex drive, you can't compromise on that. If you're a person who's heavy into going to church and, you know, you're very religious and you have a person who doesn't go to church on Sunday, you can't compromise on that. There are certain deal breakers that we have, and it's up to us to be honest about that at the beginning. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, for me, well, I it, don't. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really a matter. It's really a matter of it, it, it's, it's going back to the whole equally yoked type of type of mantra. Um, you know, I've always, I've always said, and you've heard me say it on several occasions: the couple that plays together stays together. So it's really a matter of, you know, are those interests, are those interests the same? Um, but you know, that's really where it boils down to, to a lot of, to a lot of instances. It, it's right. a matter, and it's still a matter, and it, it, I hate to sound like I hate to sound like I'm repeating myself, but it's almost to the point of literally, who are you willing to suffer for? Are you willing to let go certain things? You know, and 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 then go from there at that particular point in time. I've got, you know, I'll I'll, I'll use my parents as a as a as a, as an example. My father is Catholic. My mother was Baptist. In order for my father to marry my mother, she had to convert to Catholicism. Mm-hmm. She was willing to do that. Whereas a lot of people would be like, "Oh no, that's not happening." I don't care, you know, if, if, if it means that his faith is not recognized in my marriage, then so be it. In my guy's eyes, I'm married. Fuck him. You know, that's really where, that's, where, where that comes from. So now it's a matter of, it's, it's really a matter of what, like I said, what are you willing to suffer for, for the most part? That's always been my baseline bit. And it's, it, of course, it takes off from Bob Marley, but at the same time, there's a lot of truth in that. You know, because you, everybody on this planet is not you're, you're not going to be willing to suffer for a lot of people on this planet. Family, friends, significant other. Everybody else can go to hell. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, I, I agree with, you know, in terms of, you know, you go after what you want. And, you, you know, you, you, you make sacrifices at points for things that you want. In terms of relationships, you know, if you have a true understanding, neither one of you has to suffer. You know, if I do have me in terms of complete understanding, complete support, and I have you, where does the suffering come in? You know, I think we we pull a lot of that, the um, the ideology of, oh, well, love means pain, and love means that we have to do without certain things, and it doesn't. You know, Uh-oh. love means that, we don't have Uh-oh. to do it out certain things because we have Uh-oh. it with each other. We have that power together, you know, to work Uh-oh. through all difficulties and solve all problems. You know, if, you know, we have the understanding <laughs> that we're supposed to have, nobody needs to suffer. But Yeah, but, you don't have to suffer in love. But I don't I don't think that that is accurate if 
especially okay. if we're talking about committed by vows. Okay. Okay. Because once once we are committed, that means that there is a covenant. And careful when we do certain <laughs> things. When we do certain things, right? We're bound still. It's not like when we were kids and we said, you know what, you're not my friend anymore. We, we're, we're more connected and we have more of a responsibility. Right. That we're, not, we're not expected to just walk away when we're displeased. Even right. so much so, okay. even so well, much so in my studying, if, if we're talking abiding by a religion when we're talking about being married, <clears throat> And and because this, okay. this, this, this bothers me, this bothers me so right. much. However, um, when you do when you do take those vows, and if you study um, being uh, cheated on and, and how you Ooh. handle that, okay, yeah, because that's my phrase. It's not your phrase because for you that doesn't happen. But <laughs> in my in my world, that does exist. Right. But there, there is a there is a battle even within the religions that believe um, in the Bible and the biblical stance mm-hmm. on marriage that there is no divorce. If there is okay. adultery, then you have to make sure that you reshore that that covenant because there is no escaping for her. There even because people always say, oh, that it's in the Bible that it says if. There's adultery, that you can get a divorce. That is not what it says. That is not what it says. So how can we have vows that cover these things that do bring about pain if there is no pain in, in love? Then there will be no need to, to make sure that we cover that base before you say, yes, I can just cover it. Okay, well, I'm unclear. What part of of love should bring you pain? Is it that someone is not committed to you necessarily? Is that the painful part? I think it's the humanness of the flesh that says that we're not mm-hmm. perfect and we make mistakes because it doesn't necessarily have to be adultery. I just use that because that was something right. that. I but just even when we talk about addictions, that bring about pain to the family. However, do I love him enough that I want to stay here? Do I love her enough that I want to stay here and help her get treatment and connect our family again? Or abuse, because it's a cycle. It's something that he or she has seen in her family for for decades, and we're going to break this cycle. However, there are going to be incidences where it is, you know, it's not a magic pill. It just stops. There's just some things that in love you endure more because as humans we make mistakes. But when we're in love and we're connected, we we tend to put up with other people's issues for a longer period of time than if we are just passing by and oh. just say, Hey, how you doing? Okay. Well, this is this is my take on it, sister. Let me know if you agree or you disagree. In terms of love, love to me is complete understanding, complete support. Now, within that foundation of understanding and support, we have a relationship. Now, if the love that I give, say we're in a relationship, you and I, sis, 
if the love that I give you is unconditional, then that means it can absorb anything. Anything that comes along can be handled through love because my love for you is unconditional, has no boundaries. It doesn't matter what you do, what you say, who you become. I love you. However, a relationship is the box in which the unconditional love resides. Does the relationship have conditions or boundaries? Yes, it does. If I love you and my love is complete, that's one thing. But if I have a relationship with you, we have to have an agreement that defines our relationship and its boundaries. Now, if you go outside that agreement, do I still love you? Yes, I do. Love you to the end of time. Will we still have an effective relationship? No, not necessarily, because our relationship has conditions. And that's where we break down in modern relationships. We don't set our terms. We don't set our conditions. We expect that, un- that our love, which is unconditional, will just handle everything that comes along. But we have to have that understanding. Hey, if it is a deal breaker that you deal with someone else besides me or you have sex with someone else or you see someone else, then that will damage our relationship. I still love you. I mean, but that, and then that again, that, that's being very general, especially in, in these times, because right. there's so many relationships where um, outside of sex is not a problem. Um, and, and I mean, you know, even if I didn't know, it's not something that, it's not the end of the outside relationship. Right. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and depending on the people, but, hmm. Yeah, but we have to be very clear about our relationships and about our agreement. Yes. And our first And all that happens when you have grown-up conversations. Right. And our first commitment, and I I know a lot of people, they go against it and they have a problem with this, but our first commitment is to ourselves and our own growth and development. It has to be. Again, we can't fill ourselves up and our lives up with other people because other people's energy and purpose is not ours. We were born, gifted from the creator for a special purpose, and that purpose is ours. It's not our children's, it's not our parents', it's ours. And we can't shirk that responsibility of bringing this specific light into the world for someone else's light. It doesn't work. You fill yourself up with that man, and that man may or may not be in your life years from now. You fill yourself up with your children, those children grow up and they go out on their own lives. Then where are you left? You have to take care of self first. And so many women, my Aunt Judy included, God rest her soul, she filled herself up with just making sure that everyone had what they needed, you know. And I often wonder, what did she feel her purpose was? If her purpose was to make sure everyone was satisfied, then she did a great job. But did she have other dreams? Did she have goals? Did she have things that she wanted to bring into the world that she never got to accomplish? We, you know, we get one chance in this life, one go-round. You know, we have to make it count. Mm. You know, and 
I'm listening to you, and I keep thinking to myself. Um, <laughs> and so I'm just going to ask you, when you do your forums, or, you know, when you have people that meet together, I, I don't know if you do forums often or whatever, but when you workshop, right? how often are, how mixed are your audiences, more men, more women? It's predominantly women, and there's some men. And it's funny because the men are... I just wonder how yeah. men receive you. I wonder, do, do men feel kind of like they did in, um, what's the movie? Um, with Steve Harvey's book. Yeah, I just wonder, do men feel like, you know, that you're giving out secrets or that you are kind of, you know, male bashing a little bit? I mean, do they take well to your... To your angles, because you, you're basically oh. telling women, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but you're basically right. telling women to develop self and not worry about a man, and he'll meet them where they are instead of vice versa. Um, right. So no, do men they, like... They, no, they love it, sis. They don't feel like I've betrayed them because I'm not just telling women, oh, you don't need a man. No. If you choose to have a man in your life, that's wonderful after you develop self. But I'm telling, I'm giving men the same message. If you stop worrying, I, I speak to young men especially, and they always ask me, they say, hey, you know, I have a girlfriend, and, you know, she won't listen to me. She goes out all the time. Uh, she's doing different things. And, you know, some, some guys have been victims of girls breaking up with them for no reason, and they were devastated by it. And I tell them, look, the best way to be attractive to a woman is to get into yourself, what you're about. Be on your purpose. Be on fire for the reason that you're here. And then when you're happy and overjoyed with self, that's very attractive. A woman will want to come to that type of stability. A woman doesn't want a man that's always like, hey, baby, where you going? What you doing? Who you talking to? Let me see your cell phone. Let me see this. That kind of jealousy and that kind of insecurity that stems from a lack of understanding of yourself is not attractive. That pushes women away. So it's not a betrayal at all, and they receive it well. Well, good. I mean, I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so Ron Pierre and, you know, there's no telling. I mean, you know, he might act differently because you're here. I don't know. Um, and I'm not going to even make any guesses. Hello, Ron. How are you this evening? What's going on? How are we feeling this evening? All right. Good. What's good with you, What's good with you, kid? Not too much, man. Not too much. <laughs> All right. Mr. Lennon, my brother, what's good? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm sitting here listening to y'all, and I'm um, two things real quick, real, real, real okay. quick. One, uh-huh. it's not cheating is breaking the rules. If I tell you or we agree what the rules are in the beginning, then it's not cheating. So maybe the rule is that I can't step out. Maybe the rule is that she can't step out. If that's the rule we have, then it's not cheating. So, I mean, 
that goes to that communication part in the beginning. Know what you want, know what you value. And 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 then next, um, all of this will be solved if we just had arranged marriages. All of this will be solved. We wouldn't have this issue. You let your auntie get together, you let your nanny get together, and y'all pick out who they will marry and everything. We wouldn't have none of these issues if it was arranged marriages. Yeah, Yeah, that was definitely left field right now. You wouldn't have these issues. You wouldn't have these issues. You know why? Because the same thing you want to do at 21 ain't the same thing you want to do at 25. You're absolutely right. But your auntie's seen you since she was three, and she know who you're going to be. So she know where you're headed by the time you're 25. That's where it is. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, that's where it is. I'm absolutely speechless on that one. I'm sorry. No, arranged marriage, that solves everything. Good. God, man. Uh, and I guess we're doing dowries as well. We're giving goats and, and cows, too, in this procedure. I mean, listen, listen. What's the difference between the goat and the cow and, 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 and me taking you to um, Bermuda and giving you a $5,000 ring? What's the difference? Because <laughs> you give it to the family. You give it to the family, not the woman. So that's right. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, listen. Tomato, 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 tomato. You know what? I hate when you say listen because I just want to stop. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's the way I feel about it. I mean, listen. What's, what's wrong with arranged marriages? What's wrong you with arranged marriages? Okay. You on cannot that, on, feel that on way. On that note, I'm about to say on no, that note, it's talking to you. Can't, don't do it. I don't deserve I don't it. Have a cho- I don't have a choice. You know the drill. Dang it, I don't deserve <laughs> this. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, baby. All right. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, you, you, yeah, look, you can hold it down, and if I'm not mistaken, Taylor's still around. You can always bring her home. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do I that. Got a, I got two of them, and it only equates to one and a half. <laughs> do you have any more words of wisdom, Ron? Anything else worth listening <laughs> to say? I, I, okay. Okay, since you asked. Since, since you asked. Um, I personally I said that. wouldn't um, put my relationship in any in, in book. So in other words, when you're talking about the Bible and things, the Bible can't even tell you who was born first. So you can't, <laughs> you can't even, I personally wouldn't put my relationship on that book. I would oh, put it in the person. That's just me. That that's just Thank me. You. Too many too much uh 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 ways to construe things in that book. So I'd rather exactly. look a person in their eyes and me and that person come to a realization of what we want in our life and go from there as opposed to saying, um, let us make them and then you say she came from Israel. Can't be both of those things. Uh. Okay, I'm going to take this call because if I don't, I'm going to have to entertain your comments. And so, <laughs> area code is 347. You're on the air. Hello, good evening. I've been listening to to all the comments, and, you know, it's true. Um, if you don't <laughs> love yourself, if you're not a complete individual, if you're not happy with who you are, you have nothing really to share with someone else. That's so, right. So, really what's going to happen is you're going to make another person miserable. 
until they leave you. Because <laughs> you, you cannot, you know, and, 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 the, and the point that Ron made about arranged marriages, that's kind of sort of oh, the same God. venue. <laughs> no, no, it, it's really kind of sort of the same thing. If you, if you are a, a whole person, right, and your, your people arrange a marriage, it doesn't really matter who you marry. It matters oh. who you're committed to, who you're committed to, because you can grow to love anybody. Oh, you're kidding me. Indeed, I mean, indeed. Think, think, think about it. If, if, if you're a complete person, right, and you are sure who you are, then and if the other person is a complete person and is sure about who they are, you can grow to love each other because you can find out what your similarities are, what your, what your, what your mutual likes are, and you can mm-hmm. grow to love that person. That's what you're doing anyway. That's what you do when you're dating. You're growing to love someone after you become, after, and, you, and you're looking to share your happiness with someone else. I like this man. I like this man. <laughs> I bet you do, because y'all are reading the same damn book somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Okay, and, and, and this is, I think there are some things that we need to make a little bit more uh, precise. I think when we say, um knowing who you are, and then you can be with someone else. Um, There's a difference in understanding, I guess, because where I was starting earlier, being able to be, we're both starting out in life, and we're traveling our journey together, and we're growing at the same rate into our different personalities as adults, um, and yet we still are supportive of one another. So I think there there is a different way we need to coin this. Because I do believe that I don't have to know completely who I am. I can I can start out on my journey and in my career path and still not develop into who I would be ten years later, still have a mate that grew with me for those ten years in his own space and we can still be together. So it's not necessarily knowing who I am. It's having the confidence in what we are building that I can grow and I can become and that's okay. Because I can't say that a person, because especially if you look at people that have been married 30, 40 years, you cannot tell me that they started the day of their marriage being exactly who they were 30 years later. But something there was supportive enough that they were cohesive enough that it could work. So I, I think that it's the way that we are describing this that causing conflict. Because well, I might not know who I'm going to be in 30 years. But if you're willing well, see, to take this ride with me and support me, then we're good. Well, see, that's the thing, sis. I mean, you make a good point. We have to be very careful in two areas because it's dangerous. One is you say that, and I've heard many people say that, well, we don't know who we are now or what we want, but we can figure it out on our journey during our journey together. It sounds good, but what if during that journey we develop into people who want different things, which happens all the time? My journey takes me away from the position that I share with you. Are you supportive enough to say, hey, you know, I love you, but I realize you got to go your way and I have to go mine? Or and we start clinging to each other, trying to hold on, and that's where things turn destructive. When we hold on 
to people past the point where we've developed together, things start to fall apart, you know? When we're not you know, equally yoked. You know, Big and Me can solve that. Big and Me can solve that. You got two, three wives. That, that, that's all awesome. that. I know. I knew some, I knew some total <laughs> and utter fuckery you know, was coming out of your mouth. I know it. And 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 the second <laughs> and the second point is we have to be careful not to have codependent relationships because again I speak to young men about oh, yes. that and they're like you know they they gain props from other guys saying oh your girlfriend is beautiful oh your girlfriend is hot the first thing out of their mouth is oh oh that's you oh that's you that's your girl that's you and they get self-esteem building from that. So it's not so much they're building a relationship together, but they're holding on to a woman or holding on to a man they think is handsome or gorgeous or he has wavy hair or she has long hair or she has a big butt, you know, or something like that. And that's, a, that's not love. You know, that's desire. Fill yourself up with someone else's attributes, and that doesn't work. Okay. I don't know about the sister. Um, I don't know and about I, the I don't want to say thing, that too but... much, but I agree on that. I, I agree on that point. The you codependency know. is very scary. It's not healthy. Um, oh, you agree with that, but when I said it was fuckery. See, this is what I'm talking about. Shut up. Shut up. You don't talk. My bad. Um, <laughs> I do think that, you know, um, because you were, you were saying that in – these journeys we could grow apart or we don't go at the same pace. And, and I think that that is, that's where love becomes the adhesive because although we're having these growing pains because we're either growing out or growing apart or going at different rates, if I am in love with everything that I can love about you, then that means I also love the fact that you are growing and going into another direction, and I find some sense of pride in that, and that even though that I'm kind of stagnant here because you're shining or, or whatever you're doing is lucrative or it's the um, hot, trendy thing at the time, I'm okay with the, with the thing in the wings. And vice versa, right. when, when your time comes, I'm okay with being in the wings or you're okay with being in the wings, and it's okay for both of us to not – um, excel at the same rate at the same time because we see the finish line. And as long as we both end up there, we're good if we, if we can stay the course because there is something that bonds us in that journey. And, yeah. and I, think that, I think it's possible. I think it's possible because even though we're growing and changing and directions are becoming misguided or guided, we're still here. You know, we we won the battle. You know, so I don't know. I'm still, I'm still fighting you guys on that one. Mm-hmm. I have a question. No more kind of that. Hello. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here's my question. So when you're talking about growing and changing, right. you're not talking about growing and changing from a person who is honest and open and loving to someone who's being dishonest and secretive. Those type of changes because. That's changing from the core person you are when you when you meet someone, and I'm those, talking about that's not really. Mm. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But you know. Oh, I was just saying that we, 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 um, I'm just talking about. 
Okay, we're going to fight about who's going to talk. I'm going to shut up. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> if I don't want to go, Wait I got first. something to say. No, 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 no. We, somebody going to go and it's not going to be run. Um, sure, no, I, what I'm talking about, you know, maybe, you know, maybe in the beginning because, um, as, as Mr. Leonard was saying, because in the beginning I was searching for what my thing was, Maybe I was the quiet type. Um, maybe I was passive. But as experience in life has had me to evolve because, you know, maybe I got a promotion. Now I am managing a group of people, so I had to become more assertive. So now I'm more assertive because I'm using that skill and I'm honing it. So I'm assertive in other areas as well, not just at work. Maybe I'm assertive when we go out to dinner and we get lousy service where I would be passive and say, oh, sweetheart, don't worry about it. It's okay. And now I'm saying, excuse me, can I get the manager? Because I can't sit here and pay my money for this. You know, those types of changes in my, I'm not going to say character, but in my, just my walk, just the way that I um, interact with the world. It doesn't change the heart of me. I still love you the same. But it does change how my image, I guess. So the dynamic. The, the dynamic in a relationship is that, you know, if you're honest and you're open and you mean it to my and you're a complete person and, you know, you go from being a passive person to being an assertive person, it's not going to change the dynamics of our relationship because, hey, you know, you, you used to tell me to speak up and to get them with the managers and, and complain and now you're speaking up for yourself. That has no effect on our relationship. That's not a deal with it. Does it not? Does it not when you do something in the bedroom that you really like, and because I'm passive, I don't say anything. But as I become more assertive, I tell you, "Hey, I don't want to do that anymore. I've never really liked that." Um, yeah, I think it does affect our relationship, the dynamics, because I'm speaking of ding, 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 second wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I when I leave oh, your mic on. <laughs> Hey, when I leave your mic open. It is when you're changing. That's what he said. That's what Mr. Leonard said earlier. He said about you know being able to grow and change. Now again, that's not being honest. That's being dishonest in the in the in not showing up to the relationship. You have some representatives saying, "Oh yeah, I'm nodding my head yes to all these things," but inside, in my in my personal um, voice, I'm saying, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like other things, and you're just picking and building a case that's, that's going to cause damage to the relationship because we don't really have a relationship. I have a relationship with someone who's putting this false front up. And, of course, at some point that, that front is going to fall, and then we realize we're not really in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with, with some woman who I thought you were, and you you just wanted to, you like being around me because you thought I was handsome, you thought I was particular, you, you liked the job that I had, you liked what I, the way I treated you, but, you know, not really because you have all these different secret complaints. And, again, I can't grow and change and, and, and help you at the same time if you're, not, if you're going to be dishonest with me. If you're not telling me, if you're not, if you're not saying, well, you know what, sweetheart, before you come to bed, you've got to wash your feet because you, had, you were out playing ball all day and, and you know, you have to do that thing then I'm not going to know, and every day I come to bed, my, my feet are going to smell like 
you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a professional basketball player. That's what I do four nights out of the week. So you're not going to enjoy that, so you have to say something early on so I can know how to adapt my own behavior to accommodate you if, I'm, if I do intend to do that, if I intend to make this relationship a long-term relationship. Because I may say, you know what, that's a deal breaker. I, I, I never did it before. I'm, I don't intend to do that. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to change. But if you're not going to be honest, I'm not going to know what you want. And if, if I'm not honest with you, then you're not going to know what I want. If I tell you, oh, yeah, it's, it's fine, I don't, I don't mind you go and you flirt with all the guys when we're in the room, but it, it, it really does bother me, then at some point that dynamic is going to change and it's going to, our relationship is going to suffer because someone in the relationship was being dishonest from, from the beginning. Right. Right. I don't know how I feel about that. No, he makes a valid I'm point. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm let you have your I'm gonna let you have your moment. But <laughs> gentlemen, whenever she says she don't know, she really agrees with you. She just don't want to admit it. <laughs> oh, you don't. How would you know? I never agree with your ass. <laughs> yeah, see, that's where I. That's where the point of believing that you know being in a relationship means that if you love someone, you suffer through, you know, whatever, you know, they turn into. If they turn into a person that's sitting on the couch all the time, you know, or not motivated, or if they turn into a person, again, I I might catch flack. If they turn into a person that's obese, you know, beyond the point of when you met them and you're not physically attracted to them anymore, because you love them and you're committed to them, you have to suffer through it. You don't have to suffer through it. You know, being in a relationship and being committed to yourself first and then being committed to each other as a couple, that means you've agreed to help each other reach your highest point. And your highest point is not sitting on the couch and, and being unmotivated and not physically fit. Your highest point well, what means if, the highest what if point that's of elevation. Point? I mean, because, you know, again, and, I and think you have the right to... You have the right to change your mind about your relationships and your commitment and move on to something else. You do not have the right to lie to someone and be dishonest and and not move on to something else. See? I just think and you have to be very careful. I think you have to be very careful when you're targeting um, everyone because there there is a group of the population that that is what they aspire to be, to not ever work, to be able to stay at home and just make it by. That's enough. Not to have to go out and get a job. I'm not looking to be motivated to do any skilled services. I just want to chill at the house and get a check, however that comes, whether that is um, child support or government or some yeah. other but that's my aspiration. And I can and find a mate that would fit right in with what I want. So, you know, I'm just saying when what you were saying is um, that you want to be with someone who motivates you and encourages you to do more, and maybe that's my more. You know, so right. so when, you, when you're targeting, you know, everyone, everyone's aspirations are not the same. What That's they want true. to achieve is not necessarily worth saying you need someone to motivate and encourage you to do that because it doesn't take a lot of that to sit on the couch and collect my check once a month. Right. 
you know, so. There you go. I would venture to say that anybody who aspires to sit on the couch and just collect the check <laughs> is not necessarily oh, someone that anybody on this somebody. line or anybody listening wants to be You're talking about somebody's baby mama? Or, That's or, right. Somebody wants it. Be careful. Right, That's but all they, they want listen, to do. And you ain't just sitting on the couch. You must have did some laying and some other things, too, to get Oh, my shot. God. <laughs> really? I'm Are we getting technical, Ron? Really? No, but, really? but for real, I, 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 I would jump out on the limb and say that that person is not someone that the average person would be attracted to, to spend the rest well, of their life with. I would go out on that I limb know. and feel comfortable. Uh, you know what? What if the person's a day trader? You know, and, and their whole business is about trading stocks on the Internet. So all they do all day long is sit around watching the computer, watching the numbers, and trade stocks to make lots of money so they can have millions of dollars coming to them as a monthly check so that they can have that. And do what with that millions of dollars? There you go. And, and, and here we are. If, if you if, if you want to travel. Did somebody again, just use your term? Oh, God, I am being over. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my apologies. You go, but, yeah, you know, yeah. again, money has always has a purpose. So when we talk about collecting a check, you you don't want to – if you have nothing to do with money, nothing to do with the money that you earn, then there's really no reason for you to earn it. If you don't, exactly. if you don't have a, a, an attention for that money, then it's really it, – it's of no value to you. You yeah. know, so when you're talking about sitting on the couch and collecting a check, you're really talking about someone who, you know, who has bought into this American system of, of values of, you know, we want to reach that point where we don't have to work anymore. That's why we work for 20 years and retire, so we don't have to go to that place anymore and, and trade our time for money. Right? We want to be able to use our time for something else. Right. So sitting on the couch, it, it, you know, obviously that's not the greatest aspiration. You just want to sit on the couch. But if you want to, you know, get a check every month, you know, and, and, and earn, a, earn a certain money so you can do something with it, like travel with your family, you know, so that your wife doesn't have to work any longer. So you can, you can enjoy life as opposed to, you know, worrying about how, to, how you're going to live every day, you know. If you if you struggling on how to live, then of course you're not enjoying life. And if you're not enjoying life, you have nothing to share with the, with someone else. That's true. Which goes back to that honesty thing. What you got to say now, Shamore? <laughs> I'm not participating in this conversation because <laughs> I, I'm just gonna listen. I am now an audience member. This is now the Ron Show, and I am really a fly on the wall. Well, we can be fly together and let these two gentlemen do it. How about that? Wait, wait. So I don't, and that's I don't a want to be by with you, women. Ron. Oh, 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 oh. Women, women don't want to participate. They don't want to go and, and fight those battles. Let me take a battles. moment of silence. Let me pray for him right now. Since you know not mm-hmm. what he does, Father. You really don't want to start off with that. That already makes your conversation wrong. 
that's a problem with women? Wrong already. That's a problem with women <laughs> when you when you don't want to participate in the conversation. You can't withdraw from the conversation because then we can't move forward. Are you serious? Are you serious with this right now? Let's let's listen to Shamora. Shamora, in your opinion, what do women want from men? What do you want? Oh Lord have mercy. For me. What do y'all want? (laughs) No Lord have mercy me. Um and you know what I want? Let me tell you what I want. I am at a point in my life where I want somebody who is driven but considerate, um, supportive, and that's it. I mean, like, if I can get that, everything else is going to align because definitely love is there. And if you love me, then you're going to respect what my essence needs, whether that is you and I don't teach. We respect the times and we're at home at a certain time of the clock. Whatever else I need to to be in my space, whatever else you need to be in the same space, that's going to happen. But as far as characteristics, I I need those things. Everything else is going to line up because I'm not going to be with you if you can't do those other things because I will know before we get to the point of commitment, me different from other people. Well, you said that's the problem, women don't talk, I'm going to find out. And if that's who you are, you don't want to commit, or, or you believe that polygamy is important to you, um, we're not, we're not going to be matched up. It's not going to work for us. Now, I have Taylor, has, Taylor I, needs to get on because she's, like, really being aggressive in the chat room, capital letters and exclamation points. So, Taylor. Hi. Hey, Taylor. Hello. Hello. Okay. I, can't, I don't even know where to start. Okay. Ron, I need you to just stop talking. Just stop. Just off top. Just stop. It's wrong. Just stop. Okay. <laughs> this is not the this is a not the second century. There are no arranged marriages. No we're not doing that over here. In don't the say US there are of any, A maybe you don't in have them. In okay. the US of A, as <laughs> far as I know, there are the no arranged <laughs> there are no arranged marriages. Okay. Now I don't. I, I can't say about the polygamy thing because my circle don't really engage in that. So I can't. I don't know about mm. that. I'm still learning about that. I can't say yeah or no. But um, I I definitely think that once you you find someone that has the potential to be a mate, a lifetime partner, you, you, of course people bring out their representative. Like you don't, you don't meet them at first. You meet their representative. And I think along the way, as you get to know them, you will start to see more and more of them. Like I don't, I don't understand where the phrase, oh, it just, oh, I, I didn't know it was like that, and, and, you know, I was completely blindsided. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. 
You weren't blindsided because nope. if if it was like, okay, he's now, like, you see, you've been hanging out with him for like a month or two, and he don't have a job, he's not trying to get a job, and you see this, and it's like, okay, this is the third month, he's not doing anything, but he burning up the Xbox, then that's who he <laughs> is. Like, that's who he is. Like, he's burning up, the, like, that's all he's going to burn up is the Xbox. Like, that's just what it is. That's who he is. Now, you have the option whether or not you want to stay. You could be like, okay, well, I'm going to try and mold him into what I think I want him to be, but you do have the option to leave. The same thing with men. Like if you, you know what I'm saying, you start hanging around her, you notice that she don't really do much during the day and she's somebody else's baby mama and all she do is just a baby mama, then, I mean, you have the option. You have the option. You see she she wanted them Maury popping popcorn and just, I'm, oh, he the daddy, oh, he ain't the daddy. You, you, that's that's who you dealing with right there. You got the option. And you say, probably sitting on the couch saying the same thing because they find each other. They find each other. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see if I got this straight. You don't know oh. about the arranged marriage, but you open to polygamy. Who in the world that they open to polygamy? <laughs> see, I, I mean, see, you see, that's why I said, see, I said that from the beginning to shut up. <laughs> see, I tried, to, I tried when I got on the phone, I said, hush. See, I was trying to be, no. Now, you no, see, that's Renee, not what I said. see why we tell him that's, to shut his mouth? That's not that's what I said. What I said was, arranged marriages, no. I said polygamy, no, because I don't fully understand the whole the whole thing of it yet. I don't understand it. I'm still yeah. learning about it. So I'm so on the fence about now, it. And you say no. Right, you're open to it then. If you want the fence, you're open to it. Oh, my God. I just said I'm learning <laughs> about it, you dink. Oh, you're going to tear up my nerves. I just said I was learning about it. I'm learning. I'm going to get you I I'm <laughs> And I want you to stand in the middle of the traffic and hope for the best. That's what I want you to do tonight. That's exactly what I want you to do. Blindfold. All right, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be quiet. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I, I think because we are a family, we are the wind down family, and we are a family, I think we should arrange a marriage for Ron. And I have the perfect Oh, you person. know what? You know I what? I live not far from a nursing home. Already. I guarantee you I can get Miss Betty. Miss Betty is about 95. She got you know one like good eye. You know I like them all. <laughs> I think that that would work. That's she ain't got no money, though. Right she ain't got no I like money. That. I like them better. I, I, think I, set, I think I set him up with somebody that he could Miss really, Betty. Really, I'm going to go see her tomorrow, Miss Betty. She about 95. She got one good eye, and she can only hear partially out her right ear. 
<laughs> that sounds great. Who needs two eyes? <laughs> this is what happens to the show. This is what happens to the last few minutes of our show every week. This is what happens. And it's all because Ron comes on the air. Before he's on the air, we have a great show. He gets here, and it goes to hell in a handbag. And you're lucky. And you're lucky Amaj not here because you know what she call you. This is ridiculous. I this think Amaj might agree with some of the things I'm saying tonight. I think she's on my side. I don't know. No, we need some new lie. technology. We need some new mm-hmm. technology to monitor the amount of breath in your body so we can just kind of release it when we want you to speak, and then we can, you know, take it from you when we don't want you to speak. Because this is ridiculous. You are wasting air. You are wasting air, and it's not fair. I told you to go stand in the middle of the street in Times Square. You don't listen. You don't listen. You don't listen. So, so um, Mr. Uh, Leonard, and I'm sorry, you didn't leave us your name, area code 347. Who's that? My name is Damon. Oh. I'm sorry. My name is Damon, D-A-M-O-N. Damon. Okay, so this is um, coming close to the end of the show, and so what we would like to do, because we're about to hit recorded time, we would like to allow um, Mr. Leonard to go ahead and throw us his um, websites, links, upcoming projects like his forums in July, um, and go ahead and let's put that at the end of the show so everybody gets all those great details and um, then we're going to hang up on Ron and that's what we're going to do. So would you go ahead and let everybody know what you got going on here in the future? Well, of course, uh, the, uh, my book, Hardcore Love, uh, Getting the Life, Love, and Relationship You Want, it's on sale now. It's on Amazon.com. Uh, it's also available in Kindle form. Uh, make sure you check that out. Uh I'm on Facebook under Hardcore Love, um, D.W. Leonard, Fourth uh, of July Entertainment. Make sure you hit me up there. Uh, in terms of upcoming projects, uh, I'm working on uh, another book, and it's going to be even more outlandish <laughs> than this one. Um, you need a co-author, and we need to stand <laughs> on it. Because that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You get to stand on this correct this time. <laughs> And I'm just uh, working on an independent film uh, with uh, one of my favorite uh, actresses. Her name is the actress QB. If anybody knows us, shout out to QB. And um, uh, executive produced by Paul Robinson. Shout out to Paul Robinson. And my (laughs) PR person, uh, Jay Cupid. Shout out to her. She is, uh, you know, big time. She's all world. And just I have a team and and, and a goal of just – uh, entertaining and educating, you know, black women, white women, our people, just, you know, getting the word out there about effective relationships. You know, let's That's be about right. ourselves. Yeah, let's grow, be about ourselves, and let's share that with other people. And if that means, like Ron says, having an arranged marriage, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See, Man, you know what? what? You are so not allowed see? to say that. That phrase is so off limits. This is an asterisk beside that damn phrase. No one can say that but Ron. It's all good. It's all love, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's all love. Oh, 
for some for some people for some things for some people and something say that too because it wasn't all love all the hour and a half we were together it was not all love but it's okay (laughs) in the end in the wash it all comes out so all right okay we accept it we thank you Damon for being was it Damon that's right yes ma'am Damon Damon, I thank you for um, your choosing. Or if you, if every time you agree with Ron, it turns into maybe like one cent. We thank you for all of your input. And we're going to call it a night. Good night, Taylor. Good night. And good night, night gentlemen. Taylor. And thank you for being with us. And Ron, I didn't ask if you had any last words because I don't care. <laughs> I want everybody to have a beautiful evening. All right. <laughs> All right. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. Good night. Good night.